Hello, Redlow friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Hello Redlow podcast. I'm your host, Terry Mullen, and I'm so happy you're here today. If you're new here, welcome. Redlow is older spelled backwards. I am older, and perhaps you are too, and I want to sprinkle a little midlife magic your way and empower women to embrace their true potential and find the courage and confidence to step forward, one step at a time. In today's episode, I want to talk about what it means to actually step forward. I want to focus on five powerful ways to help you break free from those limiting beliefs and those imposters that we all have and how to gain the confidence to step beyond them. So let's dive in. I love when Glinda tells Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, you have always had the power, my dear. You just had to learn it for yourself. In my book, Step Forward, I use shoes as metaphors to describe the qualities that I needed to step into as I was going through some hard things in my life. In order to step forward with your life, you need to assess where you are and discover what holds you back. Louise Hay says that if you accept a limiting belief, then it will become a truth for you. So what is a limiting belief? Well, it is actually any negative thought that you have about yourself that holds you back and keeps you on a quest for approval and not believing in yourself. These thoughts are hidden and live in the shadows of your subconscious and your soul. They paralyze you and keep you stuck in quicksand, immobile, sinking, grasping, hoping, hoping for something or someone to pull you out but you have to save yourself. It all starts with you. It all starts with your mindset. And I knew I needed something tangible, a tangible tool to help my wildly creative mind grasp onto something visual. It kind of helped calm all that chatter in my mind to make sense of things. And these shoe metaphors allowed me to face who I was, identify where I was, and find clarity as to where I was headed. Thus, the shoes were created. And it helped me find courage and tenacity and confidence, flexibility, energy, and resilience. And like any great designer who creates something, there's an even greater story behind each one to help someone else. And I knew that I needed more of some of what these shoes represented and far less of others. And they kind of became like an archetype. But the ruby slipper is a metaphor that's intended to remind all of us who we are and that we already really have what's deep within us. We just have to go find it. I resonate with this shoe the most because I have doubted myself and my abilities my entire life. And I've done a lot of personal work, a lot of deep work over the years. And I continue to do so to understand where all this comes from. And now I'm on a mission, a personal mission to help women like you and me feel validated and valued, especially in this season of life. I want you to know your power. I want you to know your superpower and remind you that there's only one awesome, amazing you. Out of 8 billion people on this planet, there's only one you. You are you and I am me. I can't cook like you. I can't sing like you. I can't paint like you. And I can't come up with creative ideas or business ideas like you can. God gave you your gifts and talents and ideas, just like he gave me mine. And we have to learn to trust them, to listen to that inner voice, that still small whisper. And don't I know that this is where it always goes sideways because trusting that gut feeling and that inner voice and those thoughts and ideas, 
it's hard, isn't it? Trusting it is definitely hard. I wrote Step Forward for so many reasons. Step Forward has actually become such a mantra and motto that I say to myself each day and I use it to empower me. It inspires and motivates me in so many ways. And I recently created a short acronym for STEP to remind me who I am. And so maybe this will help you too. S is strong. You are strong. You are inherently strong. Recognize the resilience that you have. And that resilience has been built through all the different life challenges that you've already faced. You have the strength to navigate any obstacle that comes your way. You've learned and those hard things have made you stronger. T is tenacious. Embrace your tenacity. It's that inner quality and strength that keeps you moving forward and keeps you from giving up. So stay committed to your goals and your dreams, even when it feels really hard and even when you want to quit. Don't I know that one? Your determination will thrust you forward towards your goals and dreams. E is empowered. You hold the power within you. Believe in yourself and your capabilities. Trust that you have what it takes to make the right decisions for your life. P is purposeful. Discover your life's purpose, or as I say, rediscover your purpose and who you are now. When you align your actions with your passions and your values, you'll find a deeper sense of fulfillment and meaning, especially in this season of life. I hope that helps you today. Write it down and go back and listen to this and repeat step as an I am statement. S is strong. I am strong. T is tenacious. I am tenacious. E is empowered. I am empowered. P is purposeful. I have a purpose in life that brings fulfillment and meaning to my life. Tell yourself that every day. So when I was thinking about this topic of what it means to step forward with confidence and courage, it's not just a one-time journey or a one-off event. It's a process. It's an ongoing process of growth and self-discovery. We start right where we are, and then we take one step forward at a time. It's one mile at a time. This is a marathon, not a sprint. And honestly, that's really hard for me because I want to sprint. I want to get there, wherever there is, to that destination, that finish line, that idea, that goal, that dream, fast. I don't really like slow. I don't even like slow sports. And I don't like golf. Well, let me clarify. I enjoy watching it because for some reason it really relaxes me, but I definitely don't like playing it. I like fast things, fast results, quick solutions, and I have to work really hard at slowing down. And so if this resonates, I just want to encourage you as I encourage myself to be patient with yourself. Let's take this one step at a time. And remember what Lao Cha says, the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. How do we then take that courageous action? How do we gain the confidence to step forward? Well, first of all, you have to tell those limiting beliefs to take a back seat and take control of your mindset. And in my book, I share this. Those limiting beliefs often show up as an imposter. And think of the Wizard of Oz. What a coward he was, right? He stood behind that curtain, hiding, using the microphone as his big resounding voice. And he knew exactly what buttons to push to create fear and doubt. Limiting beliefs are like that too. They know exactly what buttons to push 
that will trigger your vulnerabilities and your weaknesses. But here's the good news. You can rewire your thoughts, and that's probably a whole other episode. And I need to bring someone on that can really dive deep into this because I'm so intrigued by all of this. But for today, I want to encourage you to tame those monsters in your head. Give that imposter a name. In my book, I share that Margie Worrell, author of Brave, suggests naming the inner critic that lives in the shadows of your subconscious. She explains that once you name it, you can tame it. And I found that to be true. And it is exactly what I've done. I know it may seem silly, but trust me, it works. I share the name of some of my monster imposters, that's what I call them, in my book. You can use mine or you can create your own. But for example, I have Debbie Doubter, and she is my biggest nemesis and can wreak such havoc on my thoughts. And man, she can cause me so much pain. She constantly causes me to question my ideas, my posts, my content, and what I say here on the podcast. Then she goes and gets unqualified Ursula on board. Yep, she shows up in all her glory, telling me how unqualified I am. I'm not educated. I'm not educated enough. I quit college. I don't have a college degree. Everyone else knows more and so on. Oh, and then she goes and finds Be Quiet Betty. Shh. She doesn't want me to speak up at all. She wants me to stay silent. Of course, there's incredible power in that. Sound familiar? Yep. Sounds a bit like a train wreck and something that could completely derail you and me, right? Well, it certainly does. And I've learned a lot. Here's the kicker. Those limiting beliefs have been there for a very long time. And oh my, they are so happy and content and comfortable taking up space in that beautiful mind of yours. And they constantly remind you of your past mistakes, your failures, and your shortcomings, just like a slow dripping faucet. And those imposters not only show up in your subconscious, but they can also show up in other people. People that you may even love and know, or bad bosses or coworkers, or people that just want to keep you small. So be mindful, because it's not just in your thoughts. And sometimes when you get triggered by other people, it can often be a reflection of what we see in ourselves and something that we need to work on. So be mindful of that as well. So let's take this a little bit deeper and let's go a little bit more personal. As I've shared, I have reinvented myself so many times throughout my life with different careers and so on. Along the way of my self-discovery journey, I went back to work as a hairstylist. And for those of you that don't know, I was a very successful hairstylist in Los Angeles for a long time. I loved helping women. I loved making them feel great inside and out. And I specialized in color. And I was great at it. But my true zone of genius was really making connections and helping others feel seen and heard and valued and loved and reminded that they belong. And I certainly lack confidence in many areas of my life, but not this one. Anyway, during this season, I had a very controlling boss. He started out being very charismatic and charming with lots of promises and praise for me. And I don't want to go into all the details, except that I recognized very quickly he had a narcissistic personality. And I'm also pretty sure that he doesn't like women. He intentionally keeps them very small and the majority of his stylists are men. In fact, I even had a couple of clients say that I've been coming in here for a while and there are always so few female stylists. It's wonderful having you here. Anyway, 
I had a meeting with him one day in his office regarding something that I just intended to have a conversation over. I had a couple questions, nothing confrontational, but along the way, about halfway through, he literally started yelling at me. And I paused and I said, why are you yelling? Well, of course, when I asked him that question, he got even more upset and said, I'm not yelling, I'm not yelling. And then he said, I think we should record the call. And I paused and I said, I actually think that's a fabulous idea. And I set my phone down on his desk. And what do you think happened? Yes, he very quickly changed his tune. So, long story short, um, my 20-something-year-old self would have apologized and taken responsibility for this conversation going sideways. And perhaps thought that I had done something wrong and was responsible for his anger. I would have allowed this bully, this imposter, to intimidate me and create fear and doubt just like the wizard. But the older midlife me, who's done a whole lot of personal growth and development and a lot of therapy, realized there's a problem. Houston, we got a problem. And I recognized the behavior pattern and decided immediately that I could not work for someone like him. I was also starting to have some physical symptoms, so it was just a mess. Anyway, I just want to encourage you to stand strong with who you are. You don't have to put up with anyone's bad behavior. You deserve to live a life you love and be around people who lift you up and build you up and believe in you and those who are kind humans and allow you to speak up and use your voice. How then do we step beyond a bad boss or a difficult situation or those monsters that live in our head? Well, here's a few things I've learned. Number one, recognize and honor your worth, your strength, and your value. As midlife women, I think we often underestimate the value of our experiences and our skills and our voice. So I want you to take some time to reflect on your journey, both personally and professionally. Acknowledge the challenges that you've overcome and the incredible expertise that you've already gained along the way. Recognize your worth and your strengths. It will boost your confidence and help you stand up for yourself and help you understand what you're really capable of. And maybe you're like me and have just a little bit of enough that midlife sass to help you stand up for yourself and step forward. And if you find yourself in a similar situation for any reason, like I did with this boss, make sure you document it, get support. If you don't have upper management, like he did not, because why would he? He wants to be in control. But just make sure you have someone you can talk to and go to like I did. Really, really important to have that validation. And remind yourself also in that moment that you have triumphed over many other adversities. You've likely already experienced other personalities like this, and you have the skills and the strength to calmly stand up to someone like this. And I want to encourage you to realize that your abilities and your talents will lead you somewhere else to other opportunities that are bigger and better and meant for you. Sometimes all it takes is one moment and a shift in a mindset for you to see yourself as you really are or in a whole new light. Number two, set clear goals and intentions. When facing a difficult situation or a bad boss or toxic relationships or a job you hate, get really clear on your goals and your intentions for your future because these limiting beliefs and imposters will rise up and they'll keep you stuck. You have to have a plan to help you move forward, a plan of action, even an exit strategy, and start doing things to develop yourself. Where do you want to be in the next year or five years? What kind of an environment do you see yourself working in and thriving in? Set goals that give you a sense of direction and help you fulfill your purpose. Who are you? 
Ask yourself those questions. Who are you now? Be specific. Be specific about what you want to achieve and break those larger goals down into small, more manageable steps. And remember, these are just goals. They're not ingrained in stone. This is just intended to be a guide to help you move forward towards a life that aligns with who you are, with your passions and your values. And maybe that includes starting your own business or starting a podcast or writing a book, whatever that is. You know what that is. Honor it. It's never too late. Number three, embrace change and take calculated risks. Change can definitely be intimidating, right? And scary, especially during this midlife when we tend to really crave stability, right? Trust me, I know and understand this, but it's essential to embrace change and see it as an opportunity for transformation and growth. Sometimes it might mean taking a calculated risk, and I've learned this the hard way. Stepping out of our comfort zone can definitely be nerve-wracking, and I've learned that this is where the real magic happens. It's where the real growth happens. So, Just step back and assess your potential risks and rewards and see if the benefits outweigh the potential downsides. Step into those faithful flats. Yep, I talk about those in the book as well, another metaphor, and take that leap of faith. You just might surprise yourself and what you can actually achieve. Number four, build a supportive network. This is so important, and I've learned this myself. What is it that Jim Rohn says? You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So why not surround yourself with people that believe in you? It can make all the difference in your growth, your mindset, and it really helps you get through difficult times. Seek out like-minded people. In this case, I say like-minded women who will lift you up and inspire you. When you have a strong support system, it really provides emotional encouragement and also gives you some practical guidance. Look for networking groups and online communities like we have here. I have the Hello Redlow Women community, my private Facebook group that I've just launched. We're small, but we are mighty. We're just getting started, but we are going to talk about real issues for real women, both the messy and the magnificent aspects of this midlife. I will have regular topics and monthly themes, and I'm also going to feature other women who have gone before us that will inspire us with their story and their journey. And I'll also give you an opportunity to share yours. I'm calling this the Redlow Roundtable so that we can have an open discussion and learn from one another. The goal is to empower and inspire you to step forward and learn from other women. I want you to know that you're not alone on this journey of navigating life transitions, hard things, and trying to figure out what's next. Community is the new currency. So number five, invest in self-care and personal growth. It's also so important. And I talk about the self-care slipper in my book as well, another metaphor. And I've learned this the hard way. It's so easy to neglect our self-care when we're going through really hard things. But taking care of yourself, especially during a life transition, a disruption, or hard things, is vital for building your resilience and your confidence. It's not selfish. It's essential. So make time for activities that nurture your well-being, exercise, Go into nature or a place that revitalizes your soul. Meditate, pray, journal, create affirming I am statements, and do hobbies that you enjoy. Last week, I drove up north along the coast. Just a place I love and to see those I love, it was so healing and restoring. And I regularly drive up about 45 minutes north here just to the mountains to clear my head. And it's so grounding for me 
just being in an environment where I can breathe in some fresh air and the pine trees and be in a small town. It revitalizes my soul in a way that I can't even explain. So whatever that is for you, I just want to encourage you to do that and make sure you also invest in personal growth. Attend workshops, online courses, in-person retreats, and masterclasses. It just helps keep your mindset in the right place. Investing in yourself is truly one of the best things you can do. Read empowering and inspiring books. Some of my favorites are, well, okay, I'll do a shameless plug for my own book, Step Forward, and all things Brene Brown and Mel Robbins and so many more. I encourage personal coaching and if needed, therapy for sure. I've done all these things myself over the years and continue to do so, and often a combination of it all, depending on what I need at that season of my life. But I've found that learning from others, those who have gone before me with similar experiences, has been gold. As Dean Graziosi says, the self-education revolution is here to stay. As I end this podcast today, I want to encourage you to find the courage and confidence to step forward with your life. Step beyond that bad boss, a job you hate, a place you don't like to live, a negative relationship, and definitely those monster imposters that live in your head. You have the power inside, and you deserve to live a life you love, one that brings you joy and fulfillment, and be around those who lift you up and encourage you. Now go have an amazing day. Know that you are seen, you are heard, you are loved, and you belong. Let's step forward. Thanks for being here. God bless. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for stopping by and listening in. I hope this blessed your heart and soul. And as a side note, I'm not a professional. These are just my thoughts and my opinions and my experience that I'm sharing with you, trying to make the world a better place, one step at a time. I've also included the links to some of the things we talked about here today, the STEP acronym for you to refer to, the link to my book, and the link to my Redlow Women private Facebook group. I'd love to have you join that community and be a part of it. Let's step forward and grow together. God bless.